Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by our latest obsession, Pain Cakes. Pain Cakes are the revolutionary cold pack that stick to you so you can stick to your routine. Whether you're pounding the pavement as a runner like me or you're tackling the clutter as a professional organizer like Christine, Pain Cakes has got you covered. Pain Cakes comes in three sizes and can be used again and again. We both keep them in our freezers. And when we feel an ache or a pain, you just stick them on your body. You can do it a hundred times. It's all the benefits of using a cold pack, but no downtime. Find pancakes at pain-cakes.com or at thousands of retailers nationwide. Welcome to Uncluttered and Unfiltered, the podcast urging you to let it go and don't look back with nationally acclaimed professional organizer, Christine Stone and self-proclaimed hot damn mess radio and TV personality, Eden Kindle. Welcome everybody to Uncluttered and Unfiltered. We have a really fun show today or it's meant to be fun. I mean, I'm seriously, hopeful it will be. We're going to talk about sex again. Our highest rated episode is about sex with uh, Dr. Rebecca Richman. And we're going to go a little bit of a different angle this time, talk about intimacy when you are 50 or over. But before we get into all of that and introduce our special guests, I have a couple of things I wanted to share with you, Christine. Christine, and you heard this from our introduction, is a professional organizer. I am a professional <laughs> mistress, mistress of chaos. And so I thought maybe... Maybe I could tell you the three things in my life this week that have gone missing. I can't wait to hear this. And the reason I'm doing this is that's one of my goals to stop losing things. I can't have nice things. So the first thing that's missing has been missing for months and it's my prescription sunglasses, but I'm starting to really miss them right now because summertime, it's after Memorial Day. So that's thing number one. Oh, that's a big thing, though. It's a very expensive thing. I was going to say, they're very expensive. Mm -hmm. And also, it makes a difference on what you can see and what you can't see. So that's a big one. Precisely. Number two, one AirPod. (gasps) So I can tell you exactly where they went missing. I had them on at the dog park. And then instead of putting them in the case... I threw them into my fanny packs. I already know your answer there is going to be, why would you not put them in the case? Yes. It would have been one more step. So I know that. Okay. And then the third thing, I think I may have thrown away my Mother's Day gift. I think because it was a wine stopper. Yeah. I think maybe the bottle was empty, but I restopped it back up and it might have been thrown away. Like, I think my husband might have even picked it up, shook the bottle and said, empty, and it's gone. So this really nice. Well, that's nice... a different situation, though. That's like that's almost fault. an accident. And yeah, we'll blame that one on him. We're going to blame it on him, even though he says, I never throw away your wine bottles. I never know what you're up to. Or my things. husband always say, I, I don't know what you're talking about. I never saw that. Exactly. It, it's so denial. I, re- I actually replaced that. Okay. I went, I went out. I told her I confessed to my daughter and replaced it. It was really nice. Okay. The glasses. I... When you're switching back and forth glasses from regular to prescription to, I mean, reading to non-reading, to, I can't keep track of them. I know. Well, and being a contact wearer, a glasses wearer, that is one thing. I have this paranoia that I am going to lose my prescription glasses because I only wear contacts during the day and then I take them out and put my glasses on. So I have to tell you, I have a certain spot in my nightstand with all my glasses. They're in cases because if you travel, you just want to be able to grab them. And I have a tray 
in my bathroom so that when I take my glasses off to put my contacts in, they're sitting right there. I think these are the type of things, not only are they expensive, but they affect how you live your every day if you lose them. So you, it's everyone thinks, well, I'll just go buy more and more and more. And you see people go to Costco and get 12 sets of reading glasses. And that's fine if you're going to have them all over and they're just cheaters. But when it comes to prescription, that's a different story. So you have to have a system either, you know, taking off your glasses and leaving them in the same exact spot in your bathroom, which I think is the ideal place. Do you work? You work contacts. Don't I you? don't. Oh, you don't. I can't. Okay. I've tried. Okay. So that's even more important because then you are going to take them from place to place to place. So if you only have one pair of prescription glasses, I would suggest you do the buy one, get one free type because you got to have more than one pair, especially you because <laughs> you lose everything. But, now, okay. you know, so that, that, that is the problem. I don't make sure to put them in the same place every time. Especially so, at our age, you have to put things back in the same spot so you remember where you put them. You're not wrong. You are not wrong. And then everything's always fuzzy for me anyway, half of my life. So the AirPod, I think we know what I did wrong there. And I'm not the only one who's losing AirPods because I went on eBay and you can buy single AirPods from everyone else who's lost their AirPods. Well, what I have learned about AirPods, number one, I had to get a case that was kind of not attractive looking in any way because all everybody in my family kept thinking my AirPods were their AirPods and it drove me crazy. So I got a case that look, that is totally different and it has a little clip on it. And so instead of just shoving it in a purse or whatever, I have a little place to clip it in my purse and... I think clipping it and just taking the AirPods out, putting them in, and then when you're done, they're in, they're clipped into your backpack, into your purse, because that's the thing about AirPods is losing the cases. And if you don't keep them in the case, you're going to lose them for sure. I mean, no doubt about it. Okay. And the, and the thing number three we've determined is my husband's fault. Yes. Okay, so good. We can talk about <laughs> sex now? Yeah, now I'm ready okay. for that. Thank you so much. So I want to tell you before we bring on our guest that in Sweden, well, actually, let me save this for a icebreaker with her because okay. we are joined now by relationship coach and sex educator, Mary Whitman Ortiz. She's an author and she helps couples who deal with the kinds of things that we hear from you guys come up all the time, and that is in a in a relationship Things can get, I'm trying to do that, like womp womp in the bedroom. <laughs> and, and and that can cause issues outside of the bedroom, right? There's such a ripple effect. It, it just impacts everything. And it's hard to even know where it started. Well, I did say that I had a little icebreaker story. So this was in the news today at the, as on the day that we are actually recording this, Sweden has now determined that they are going to have the first ever sex championships there will be 16 categories in these championships, including seduction, massage, and full-on intercourse. Positions will be judged. Wow. Imagination, physical fitness, endurance, and workability. Like out in a park somewhere? I don't know where they're holding it. I mean, like in public? I'm re that's literally every fact oh, from what wow. I read, but okay. yeah, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. But that's for professionals. We're all amateurs here, so Mary... <laughs> 
Why do you think that this at our age, and I know you deal with couples of at all ages, mm-hmm. but why do you think this 50 and over age really feels the effects of this? The differences happening in your body. Thank you. It changes everything. And we don't have the one pinpoint age where it begins. It, you know, sometimes like if a woman's pregnant, okay, she has a due date, she can count down. But menopause, aging, it is so varied. It is so unique to each individual. And you don't know when it's going to happen. You don't know how it's going to happen to you. And you don't know how you are going to talk about that with your partner. You provided us with a list of some of the questions slash complaints Mm. that are common among women our age. And then Christine followed that up with some conversation with some friends who added in their statements. So why don't we just go down like a list and chat? Well, the first thing I wanted to ask is what is the difference between like a marital therapist and a sex therapist? Well, um, Technically, state by state, there is um, licensing, there are specific requirements. And Florida is one of that states where you have to have a sex therapy degree to be a sex therapist. Okay. And that is not my realm. So I just make that up front. And I have found in so many cases that what goes on in the bedroom started Outside of the bedroom? Yes. So the fact that I can cover every area, I, f- I feel very confident with. Okay, so really, there I mean, there isn't much of a difference. Like, you're not just talking about sex the whole entire time when you're exactly. in a sex therapy session versus, like, marital therapy. Because it does start outside of the bedroom and just leaks into the bedroom. So true. So true. And people were surprised. They're like, wait, I thought this was a sex problem. And I'm thinking we have to find out what started it, what you're not talking about that also led to this. It's just that when it happens in the bedroom, it gets your attention. But when it's happening outside, then you can be distracted. You can get busy. But at that moment of intimacy, then you you can't hide from it. Okay, so this is from someone that gave me a question to ask. How do you instruct a a guy, um, because there are a lot of women over 50 out there who are also divorced, on what you do and don't want him to do without bruising his ego? And when would you have that conversation? Like, not in the heat of the moment or in the heat of the moment or outside of the bedroom. And so I, I liked this question. And, and not, not to minimize the fact that even if you've been together for a really long time, these things can change. Yes, for sure. So for when sure. that's a great question. Mm-hmm. When is it, is it like, Hey, stop what you're doing and do this differently. Or is it over the candlelight dinner? I think it's a combination and probably multiple times that you would have this conversation. So outside the bedroom, you want the, the maximum setting, whether it is candlelight, whether you're, just relaxed having fun you're on a bike ride together anytime that there's a a genuine flow of conversation and you want to be prepared also humor helps so that there's no bruising and you can be playful and you can be teasing and you can have innuendo i always encourage couples to have like their code words for intimacy so that even when they're in public they can start this banter and it just opens up dialogue sooner than later But certainly when you're in the bedroom, um, there would be, even if you're not comfortable with being specific with your language, you can certainly guide their hands and their body. I like Uh that. Okay. Um, And how do you create a more meaningful connection if you've lost that connection? Woo! 
That's, I'm sure that's <laughs> where to start. I know. <laughs> well, let me just go back. I, I told the story when I first walked in. Um, my husband and I went jet skiing on Saturday all day long. And I actually introduced him to it. So I guess I'm the guilty person, <laughs> but he loves it. And we, my point is, we find things that we enjoy doing together. We have created a hobby and we've made that a priority. So fun is not frivolous. I mean, fun is what helps you to bond together. And the more times that you can do that, then you can face some of those um, places of conflict and confrontation. So that meaning that connection, there's just subtle ways to make it be a part of your everyday life. So in other words, maybe find something that you both enjoy and then invest in it, whether that yes. is a financial investment, like jet skis is clearly a financial investment mm-hmm. for my husband and I, we decided to get stand up paddle boards. Yeah, yeah. And then you have to make yourself actually go and do it because then what happens is, Oh, I'm going to run this morning while you go golfing. And then you have to say, well, now we did. And, and I, and I, I saying that from a point of view of somebody who needs to remind myself mm-hmm. that we did get those boards for a reason right to have something we both want to do. But doesn't that bring it back to lack of communication and, and I hear that a lot, um, especially in women over 50 or women that have been married a really long time. Mm. They kind of grow apart and grow in different ways and you get into your routines. So it would be a matter of how do you get back to re- reconnecting, recommunicating and really finding that common ground again when you've lost it? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, in addition to fun things, you might do challenging things. You might go do volunteer, do a river cleanup, go and, and support some kind of cause and talk about it. Ooh, I was really uncomfortable when that person came up to me and, and said that or, wow, this felt challenging, but I'm glad we're doing it. Just any way, you, new situations that you choose to talk about. Okay. Bring it out in the open. So maybe not something that one or the other of you is the expert. Ah, yeah. Something new for both of you. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, the first one you said, I I mean, there were so many here, but the very first one, my body doesn't respond like it used to with interest or arousal and there's discomfort during intercourse. And any woman over 50, 55, even 45 for that matter, um, this is so common. Mm-hmm. And we did talk with Dr. Richmond when she was on our show uh, on our Valentine's Day episode about some physical ways right. that you can deal with issues like dryness and things like that. But let's talk about a deeper mm. way to confront those feelings. And talk to your significant yes. other about what's going on. Yes. So these conversations start in your head first. I know. Ah, that place of awareness, that place of reality. And, and maybe there's a girlfriend. I mean, hey, what we're doing right now, bringing these topics out in the open, that is going to help so much to be, it's not just me. Other women are going through this. So that we begin to reduce anxiety by bringing things to the forefront. So that's step one. Step two, creating those places to have those conversations. And then knowing that um, you're not going to tell your partner everything at that very first time that you talk. 
So prioritize within yourself. What do you want them to know? A, I'm feeling discomfort. B, I don't feel like we have any romance. C, I want to try something new. Whatever it is where you want to start, that's what you need to kind of coach yourself, get some talking points. And I know that doesn't feel like it's spontaneous, but this is being proactive um, and, and creating a plan. And so when you've been married a long time versus, you know, everything's new and exciting, you know, even if you're divorced and just now back to dating, that can be exciting, which I feel could bring in like where you don't have all the arousal issues or all. Mm. But when most women over 50, they're empty nesters, their kids are up and grown or in college and you're trying to find your way back to each other. And so that's why I think it's even harder Mm. because you get in a, you get in a rut Mm -hmm. and you get Mm -hmm. used to just what you're used to. Mm -hmm. Well, I think about that, um, especially with Netflix and 1030 at night, you know, these patterns that we have in our life and are you planning to, you know, stop what you're doing at a certain time just to say, we got to create space for us. And if you get up early in the morning and go run or do anything that you have created structure for, then this gets added to the list. I mean, I often encourage couples to put intimacy on their calendar, plan for it. And there's a lot of variety of ways that you can make that plan, but certainly just being intentional is going to help. I told you guys both uh, before we started recording that I had this cartoon in my mind when the kids were little. And this was, it was my version of sex. Okay. So I want you to picture one of these like comic strips from the newspaper back in the day. And you've got one of those uh, help desks like Mm. they have at department stores or Kohl's or wherever you can walk up and return an item or whatever. And you have this long, long line of people waiting and there are kids in the line and they keep getting out of line and getting back in the line. And you've got their teachers standing in the line holding workbooks and, and projects. And you've got the PTA leader with a project for you to sign up for. And then you've got a couple of people random there with dirty loads of laundry. And then you finally get through the end of this long, long line. And there's your husband with his pants down. <laughs> and, and in my mind, that's kind of how it was mm. back in the day. Now I'm not claiming that now that mm. the nest is empty, right? but there was that period in my life where I was just like, Oh my God, not you too needing right. something right. from me. Right. And so I feel like now is the time in our life We do finally, I mean, there are definite conversations that people in that stage of their life should be having, Mm -hmm. and I'm sure you deal with that. Mm -hmm. But for those of us who now those kids are out the door, we have to make the time is what I'm hearing you say. Yes, yes. And um, hey, you can talk about sex over breakfast because your kids aren't at the table. Oh, that's true. I never thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. We used to always talk about hotel sex because anytime Mm. we could go anywhere on a hotel and get a hotel room, my husband was like, yes, because we had little lock pickers, man. You Uh, could, oh, yeah. Or the minute you'd get intimate, it'd be like, mom, mom, I need some water. I'm like, Yeah. See, these are the things we should be celebrating right now, right? Yes, yes. And here's a, a, a flip side, because when you're younger and you are dodging your parents, you know, fooling around with your, your dating person, and then now that you're older and you potentially have older parents, maybe they're visiting, and now you're you're dodging the parents again mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, you don't want to... Um, 
have a situation that's uncomfortable for everyone. So you have to find the humor in whatever stage of life that you're in, whether you're creating that guilty pleasure um, in mm. as you're young or as you're aging. Interesting. Well, this one, I really um, had a big reaction from women. I don't like it that we have physical changes to overcome. It's depressing and we can't seem to talk about it. I know we're talking a lot about women, but I think mm. men feel the same way. You know, they're not... Their bodies have also changed. Their testosterone is lower. And so I think women can sometimes get in their own head that it's all about them and it's all about me. And I think men also are embarrassed and feel weird that, you know, they have a little belly going on there or they're tired or, you know, they don't have the stamina or it takes longer or whatever the situation mm-hmm. is. Um, and so I'm, I'm saying equal, equal things, but women, we tend to only think, you know, oh my mm-hmm. God, does he look at my cellulite, you know? And he doesn't, but why can't we get past that? Either? Why but can't I, we? I think you're right. The men do not want to either admit that they yes. might need mm-hmm. some assistance mm-hmm. for sure, or they just don't ever want or to. Or they avoid that. it. Yes. You know, which right. causes problems. Yeah. There's a lot of fear there in taking ownership. And if women are struggling, usually to talk about it, then usually men are struggling even more. But I have to tell you, I literally have a client who said, you know, I looked down there and I didn't even know if it was still there anymore. Because of the belly? (laughs) Because of the belly. (laughs) Yes. But they were laughing about it as a couple. Which is good. Oh, that's huge, right? For sure. For sure. Yeah. I have found that laughing with my husband is the best. Mm-hmm. You know, when we get to that point where we're just in this goofy, punchy mood and we're just laughing, whether it's we're out in somewhere just doing shopping or whatever, or we're home in an intimate situation, there's just nothing that I, uh, laughter and tears are oh, the yeah. two things that really bring you together. If you can do laughter through tears, boy, you must be really, sure. really committed. Well, the other one that I hear from a lot of people as well as myself, I'm just too tired. Mm -hmm. And people are like, well, you know, your kids are gone. You shouldn't. But I feel like after 50 or 55, I mean, to do all the things I was doing in a day, which is also working. And then he's working full time. I think we're both just tired. I don't think it's one or the other. I think when you are just exhausted it's Mm -hmm. but you're saying then schedule some time in there because that's an easy way to say i'm just too tired yes yes and even for couples to decide ahead of time who's going to initiate are we going to pick odd even days um, mondays and wednesday and then or tuesday thursday and then the weekend's open and anybody can initiate there's just a lot of creative ways to um, take charge and then you have something to look forward to and realizing that Sure, you might plan something that's romantic and takes a little bit of time, maybe some some money. But um, knowing that any time that you can be spontaneous, go for it. Because <laughs> you don't know when that's going to present itself physically as well as just within the space of your day. Mary, is there an answer that you could give to somebody who said, all right, how often? Oh, I've been married X amount of years. I'm this old. How often? How much is, is normal? Well, there are statistics, but my encouragement is always what is mutually satisfying and respectful. 
So you do okay. you two talk about it and find out, hey, maybe we used to be at this pace of frequency and now we're at that tired place, but we still want to prioritize us because I absolutely believe that intimacy bonds you, makes you stronger, and then can get you through some of those tough times in life. Uncluttered and Unfiltered is brought to you in part by Hearts for Minds. Hearts for Minds is encouraging you to use your sidewalk to motivate others for Mental Health Awareness Month. Help break down the stigma of mental illness, spark conversation, and maybe just make somebody's day a little sweeter. It's easy. Grab some chalk and write inspirational messages and pictures on your sidewalk. Snap a photo and share it online by tagging Hearts for Minds on Instagram. And use the hashtag Chalk It Up for Life. That's Chalk It Up, the number four, and life. Let's chalk it up for mental health. Visit Hearts for Minds, that's Hearts, the number four, and Minds.org to learn more. And I also had someone ask this question. Is it okay if you're not having intercourse, but you're constantly hugging and kissing and cuddling and, you know, for some reason or other, they, I don't know, they might have something going on health wise, Mm -hmm. or your husband has something going on health wise. It doesn't have to be the actual act, does it? No, no. I'm so glad that you said that because any type of closeness that you're both enjoying, I mean, it's, it's achieving a lot of the same things. Okay. That's, and then one other thing here, sex isn't important to me anymore. I could easily live without it. What do you think that means when a woman or a man feels that way in their life? Well, I always ask, have you gone to your doctor? Have you checked out your hormone situation? There's mm-hmm. so many medications that can affect your arousal. Um, certainly just levels of stress can impact it. Sometimes it could be as easy as taking a pill. Really? Mm-hmm. I know. It's, it's wow. not as often. And I do have women that come into my office and they're like, Mary, where's the switch? Can we just flip it on? Right. I want to turn it on. I know it's there someplace. And and, and the pill situation, it, it still has to be, um, wow, uh, checked out according to your body and what you need. Um, mm-hmm. Hormone replacement therapy. There are just so many right. options for you or for your your partner, but, um, the, the fatigue thing, the, I could just do without it, uh, finding out why mm-hmm. also some deeper questions of why am I not willing to, um, you know, put some more effort into this. My, my issue is turning my brain off. Uh, yeah. Turning my brain off, trying not to, the minute it's, you know, we're done saying, okay, so anyway, like I was saying before we started, what do you think about our next vacation being blah, blah, blah? And he's like, you and that brain, this is what my, this is, you know, at the start of our show, we we're talking about how I lose things. And this mm. is the way my brain is. It's just na, 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 going all the time. And everybody, everybody is different, but it's very hard to get in the moment, to be present in the moment. And I'm sure that that is something you have experienced too with some of your clients. Absolutely. The mental yes before anything else happens is what a woman needs to take place. It's a battle. It's work. It is totally effort to go, okay, I can designate this time for intimacy. And truly, if there's nothing, if if something you can't suspend for 30 minutes 
five minutes, whatever it takes, then if you can't suspend that, go do it. You know, if there's this Uh need that is so pressing that you can't leave it in your thoughts, then just go do it. But usually these are things that can wait. Mm -hmm. So just tell yourself it's okay. House isn't on fire. You know, whatever you need to run through. Laundry doesn't matter. It could sit in the washer 30 more minutes until I switch it over to the dryer. Then you can give yourself to it. So it is a mental yes before it is a physical yes. I've had conversations which on the surface might even sound like I'm bargaining, like trying to, you know, offer sex to get chores done. But in reality, the way I see it is more like, listen, this is heavy on my mind. Mm. If you could take a few things off my plate, Mm. I feel like I can really get present and in the moment. So if you can, leading up to or afterwards, help me with some things, maybe it's even just around the house. Now, on the surface of that, what it sounds like is, listen, if you can promise me you're going to get four loads of laundry done and get my car (laughs) to the car wash today, we're going to go crazy this morning. It's not that. It's Mm -hmm. just more that, listen, I wake up feeling a little stressed, a little rushed. If I know that my day is a little bit more relaxed, I then am a little bit more relaxed. Well, and it's wonderful to be that specific because if one partner tells the other, just relax. Well, uh, <laughs> oh, don't ever don't say calm ever down. Don't ever say woman. just relax to a woman. Everybody agree out there? For sure. <laughs> yep. Or or what I also hear from women who have been married a long time is I just want him to tell me I look pretty again. I just mm-hmm. want him to give me some affirmation, even if it's a lot. <laughs> You know, like that dress looks beautiful, even if they hate it. Just, I think women in general have different needs to get in the mood and feel Mm -hmm. sexy and feel good about themselves than men do. Mm -hmm. And women want to be told, um, you know, you're fabulous. I love you so much. What would I do without you? You know, all those things a woman wants to hear in order to kind of get in the mood. And it doesn't have to be all those things. I'm just saying it, which I believe goes back to our very original thing, which is communication. And Hey, you can coach your partner about what you want. So if you want to hear some of those specific phrases, write them down, text them, you know, make it be a a note on your phone and then you can elbow nudge. Hey, give me one of those phrases. Tell me something nice. Give me some sweet words. I mean, women are like butter. They'll melt. I mean, they're like. And usually to the same comment. Yes. It's not overused. (laughs) Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. I think, I think if you're with somebody long enough too, they know which things that you really will respond respond to to. Mm. thank you that you maybe i don't need to hear about my clothes or my body because maybe i don't feel today like my body looks the way i like it to look so Mm. go for something i can really buy into tell me about my smile yeah you know just did anyone or when you you? walk in a room you know you light up my day i mean Mm. i know these are corny and cheesy but women cannot because in their minds life is like you know a a novel, a love, love novel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, the smallest little thing just turns them on. If it's, if it's some sort of gratitude or kindness or feelings. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think when they did that, men are from Mars, women are from <laughs> Venus. I think they really had it pretty much dead on there because women respond so differently mm-hmm. to things than men do. 
Yes. So I actually have an app I created, and I have three categories of conversation for couples to engage with one another. And the first, and they have to identify their status level, so to speak. So the first one is affection. Do we need more affection? And so there are conversation prompts there. The second one is flirtation, because is the teasing at a low place, and we need to kind of jumpstart. And then the third level is passion, and that would be hot heated, you know, remarks to really get your, your motor running. And it can change. It will change. But it's like a starting place. And just to recognize what do we need? What does our relationship need? When you can identify today, you know, it's going to be different tomorrow. But today, what do I need to get to a green light for intimacy? And then you can, um, you know, be more specific with it. Do you use the red light, green light, yellow light philosophy? Because you you said that as though that was something you were referring to from your practice. Um, I in in some ways, green light. I don't think um, sexual intercourse is the ultimate goal every single time for green light. I think connection is, yes. and like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. that that closeness. But um, it is a visual. So where are we? Do we live at the yellow? Or is this just a season of a red light because of ABC going on in my life? You know, health issues, stress, what have you. Or are we aiming for a few more greens than we usually have? If you can identify it without any type of shaming or or judgment, then you're more likely to, to take those steps. One last question from me anyway. And this is going off of our conversation that we agreed upon before we actually went on recording, Mm -hmm. but it's something I heard you say in another podcast that you were on. It was something referring to, and and the reason I just thought of it was Chris mentioned the men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing. So spaghetti versus waffles. (laughs) Can you talk about that? Because I thought that was so interesting. Yes. Yes. So just picture a waffle in all of the compartments and men are able to have these thoughts and these thoughts and these thoughts all separated and they can jump from one to the other and not bring it with them. But women are like spaghetti that they connect everything. And so they are thinking about what's going on with their kids, what's going on in the neighborhood, what's going on with work. And it all connects. And it's very difficult for women to just go, can I put a stop to how all of that's connecting? And it's a great thing to be in either one of those realms. So I appreciate it. You just have to be aware that's what's going on inside of you. Well, Christine and I are a prime example of a couple that has to recognize each other's differences Mm, to make a relationship work. It's very true. The way we communicate with each other, the way that we, we recognize that, you know, she's very, very buttoned up, very organized and very, and I'm the opposite. So I can see why, even though it's a plus for a man to be able to compartmentalize and let that syrup like rest in that Mm -hmm. one little crevice and not move over. uh, As long as I can recognize that. And it doesn't mean he's forgotten that I'm still upset about X, Y, Z. As long as I remember that it's fine, but it's when I forget and I don't understand or appreciate why is his brain not working? How are you able to, how are you able to try to like, you know, push me down on that bed and not in a violent way. I just want to say, <laughs> how are you interested in that when, you know, this kid just got a note home from his teacher? Why right, are you not, right, you know, right. and, you're concerned you about I mean? that? Like, yeah. How, how can you even be thinking about yes. sex or, at a time like this? Or at our age, aging parents. Right. I mean, yeah. so many people our age are so stressed out mm-hmm. dealing with 
aging parents. And, and that's on both sides. I think men as well as women. Right. So I think that adds a whole nother layer into the over 55, mm-hmm. over 50. How can you think about sex at a time like this kind yeah, of like, mentality? Yes. yes, but, and I'm living in that situation with aging parents, so I can really speak to this. What intimacy does for you is this paradise. It's this getaway. It's this erotic, exotic location you can go to. So you can get away from some of the heaviness. It's not like I'm not respecting and being mindful of this really big thing going on in my life. It's just, I love those people. I love myself. I love my partner enough to know that this getaway is really good for us and it's going to make everything else better. Love this. Good, oh. good note to end on. Yes, this on was great. But there are no doubt some people who would like to reach out and learn more. So Mary, please tell everybody where they can find you. Absolutely. So my uh, website is marywhitmanortiz.com. Easy. Okay. Yep. And that's where they can find things that you've written. They can find uh, seminars and coaching and and all of the different things that we've discussed. If they wanted to reach out with a personal question, I'm yes. sure that, that yes. you've made that very easy to you're very accessible. So we appreciate you being here. I'm sure it won't be the last time. So oh, thank you very fun. much. Thank now, you. As we close the show, we've 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 noticed that our sex talks go longer than anything else we ever have. <laughs> huh, ever. Wow. Um, imagine that. <laughs> so for that reason, we want to invite you to our very exclusive elite and very difficult to get into. Just kidding. It's super easy. Facebook ladies only page. Uncluttered and unfiltered ladies only. Also, those five stars that you are able to leave on any platform, those reviews, those actually do help other women find us. Mm, And that's the most important thing to us, that we can reach people who are looking for their people. And remember, with all things, whether it's, you know, you are, are realizing that you're hitting a new place in your relationship or... You just can't find your glasses. You can let it go. And don't look back. Hi, it's Eden. Christine and I absolutely love bringing you Uncluttered and Unfiltered the podcast for women over 50. For the first time, we're asking you for your help. A one-time or monthly donation from you will help us with production costs and help us grow this awesome community. Find a link to make a donation in our most recent show notes in our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Ladies Only Facebook group pinned to the top or on our Uncluttered and Unfiltered Facebook page. And in advance, thank you.